Welcome to the Couple on Fire podcast. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk all about submission. Should it be for wives and for husbands? When's that coming up? Right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Couple on Fire podcast. This podcast is for couples, for marriages, and for families within the Christian community. We exist to help break the stigma that happens within the Christian community. We're talking about divorce, we're talking about addiction, and we're talking about so much more. We believe that all this is possible in this life strictly based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to today's show. I am one of your hosts, Josh. I'm here with the always Miss Beautiful, Miss Smart, Intelligent, Driven, uh, Successful, Miss Christy. How are you, love? I'm good. Was that a good intro? I'm very, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you Satisfactory? You, yeah. Okay. Very well-rounded. Well-rounded, okay. Um, good. I just, I'm appreciative of, of you and how well you love me and, and deal with me. And deal with you? Yeah. What is it that I'm dealing with? What just happened right before we came <laughs> on? Right before we came on? It's just because you're just not strong in the technology area. That's all. That's okay. That's not. That's not no, your I'm fault. like, why is it so quiet? I can't hear it. And because we have the our volume here is for us, not for the external world. But she was thinking that it was quiet for everybody. I still want to hear it. I want to hear like when's it coming up to end. Yeah, we get to hear the intro and stuff here, and that way we know what's going on. That is yeah. not for the external world. You guys are in control of your own volumes <laughs> and you don't have to be reliant on us. So tonight we're going to talk about actually a really heavy topic. And I think it's one that needs to be talked about. It's I don't think it's heavy for us because we've talked about it so many times over the years. Well, I mean, I didn't want to talk about it and he made me because I have to be submissive. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The end. We're ending the show. That's it. That's the end of this. That's the end of this. This episode right here. Okay, so no, seriously though, I had somebody that uh, posted something uh, as a comment on uh, one of our YouTube shorts that we created, and it was about, the Bible verse was about wives are to submit to their husbands, and his comment was, well, no, the comment was about you're supposed to, men are supposed to love your wives like, you know, Christ loved the church, and his comment was, well, where's the verse about wives submitting to their husbands? And I kind of got in a back and forth with the guy for a little bit. And finally, I just had to leave it alone because I don't think he was understanding what I was trying to say is that, you know, if you're focusing so much on what your wife's supposed to be doing, maybe you're missing the point of what this Bible verse is trying to tell you. And so I thought this was a great opportunity for us to really talk about this topic because this topic is sensitive and it's been it was sensitive for us, I would think, for a period of, of time in life. Well, yeah, because it was sensitive for me because I'm not wasn't going to be submissive, like absolutely not. You know, and uh, so it was a very hard verse for me, but I, I mean, we'll get into it when we start talking yeah. about the points and everything. Yeah. But I think over time, God changes your heart, especially if you're married and you're not Christian. And then you start reading these verses about this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. And you start praying and getting a deeper relationship with God. I think he works through the husband and the wife. I think he changes both of us. Yeah, and I think that's the goal. I think that's the ultimate idea of the prosperity of marriage mm -hmm. is understanding what marriage looks like first and foremost in the way that God views marriage and then understanding our own individual role within that context mm -hmm. and then going from there. Because it's real easy for us to take a Bible verse and dislike that Bible verse until we understand the whole context of what Christ is trying to do with us as individuals and us as a marriage. Uh, yeah, it's easy to do that. It's mm -hmm. easy to pick it apart. So. All right, so before we 
jump into this heavy duty stuff? Anything? I say? Well, I mean, we went to the MSU game over the weekend. We do not need to bring that up. And it was just very. It was embarrassing. Very embarrassing. And it was very sad, <sighs> too. I mean, I, I'm an MSU fan. I will always be an MSU fan. I've been an MSU fan since I was in elementary school. So MSU, if you're listening to this, <laughs> she can I will always. Anyone. <laughs> up the president of uh, MSU, if you're listening to this because you're in a blended family, I'm always going to be an MSU or fan. You have a marriage. Or Mark D'Antonio. Mark D'Antonio. Yeah, he did kind of come back for a minute. Because our <laughs> if coach you're apparently getting to this, fired. So I will always be a fan. <laughs> it's just, it was a sad, sad day in the football world. In the you MSU brought that world. Up. Of all days, we don't bring that up, okay? We don't want to talk about that. All right? Yes. Boo, thumbs down. So, it was just a bad that's week. That's what we did sports. over the weekend, though. It was. was that. We went I with mean, a couple uh, friends of ours, and it was fun. We went out to eat beforehand. Oh, yeah. We had a good time. It was, still had a good time. We made the best of it. Left the game early, but anyway, so. I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> well, I always like going for the experience, but yeah. So you usually, and I usually talk about stuff that we've done over the weekend. And <laughs> talk about church, talk about anything, and talk about. That. We go to church every weekend. You know, it's not mm. nothing new. Okay, so we're gonna get dive right into this. All right, so the title of this show today is "Should Wives and Husbands Both Submit." In marriage. And to be honest with you, I'd really like to hear back from, from you guys that are watching today, whether you're watching live or, you know, you're watching the recording later, you know, let us know. I want to know your thoughts as we, we talk about these four points about how it is in your life, how it is in your marriage, how you feel, uh, you know, things are supposed to be handled. And, you know, we really tried to, um, we did and try, we did, we supported each point with scripture. Cause I think it's really important that we do that to know that we're not just making stuff up. So Laura Lafoon says, we were not a part were, of your week. Were we not a part oh, of yeah, your week? We yes. <gasps> see, Christy. Chris, yes. Thank you, Laura. Laura, see? That was Friday. You skipped. And that's part of the weekend. <laughs> we're totally side railing here right now. Yes, it was. Yeah, so we hung out with Laura and Jay Lafoon this weekend, and it was awesome. They cooked us an amazing meal in their black zone, which was super delicious. So uh, maybe we can get everybody to invite us to that. Okay, so. So let's just kick it right off. For our first point is submission starts with Jesus. So, yes, this is what really helped me. So I am a pretty stubborn person. You are? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I am a pretty stubborn person. And I think that God designed Josh, you know, to to be married to me, but I definitely was not going to submit to any man. I didn't like that word. It was a dirty word. And I think the, the goal is for me, um, Ephesians five 21, I'll read the verse submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, which I think is a good, is a good Bible verse because ultimately who am I submitting to? I'm submitting to God and I want to do what God wants me to do for my life. As far as being a spouse, a wife, a mother, um, female mentor, or uh, what is the word I'm looking for? An example, a Christian example for other women and other Christians in general. So ultimately, how do we do those? To me, this is how God got through to me. How do I do that? Is I get into God's word. I read what he says. I 
lovingly start accepting and he starts changing me through time of how he has us set up for our lives to to function the best. God knows better than we do. And do whether we do we believe that or not. And if we do, then you can't say, well, I'm not going to follow these Bible verses. You know, if you believe, if you're a Christ follower and you believe God knows best, then we should be reading his word and trying to the best of our human abilities to do the things that God has called us to do in his word. So I think it does start there. I think it does too. And I think a lot of times what ends up happening in marriage is, sure, I'll start submitting to my husband when he starts stepping up and being the man he should be. And I think that's a real easy thing to say, and it's no different, right? I'll start, you know, loving my wife the way Christ loved the church when she starts, you know, submitting to me or she starts being the wife that's deserving of that. And what we're doing is we're really taking away from what the Bible's saying. First and foremost, submission is called by Christ initially, right? Our submissions to Jesus ultimately is what we're supposed to be doing. And if we're doing that correctly, we're not doing things in a manner of uh, whether it's predicated on whether our spouse is doing something. And I think it's real easy for us to do that. I'll start doing this if, and that's not how things are designed. It's not. It's. I'm not saying it's easy, right? I'm not saying it's easy, but somebody's got to make the first move. And when we're talking about honoring our spouse, whether it's us as husbands submitting to what Christ is trying to tell us to do and how to love and treat our women, you know, as much as we love ourselves, and that's about as high as it gets, right? We can't, we're, we're, we're created in such a selfish way because of sin, you know, how how hard would it be to love another human as much as we care about ourselves? You know, and that's a really hard thing to do. It's an extremely hard thing to do. And so we ask ourselves, well, my wife isn't acting the way that she's supposed to be acting. Am I willing to still submit to acting and treating her in this manner? And ultimately the answer to that always is yes, it is. You're supposed to. That's where submitting to Christ comes first. That should be the very first thing we look at, not predicated on whether our spouse is doing something that they're supposed to do. And I think it's real easy for us to jump ahead and do that. I do. But I also think that it comes back to that and the communication. So you could start talking to God and saying those things to God and see how that works over for you, you know, and saying that in prayer and saying, I'm not going to submit to my husband, even though you asked me to, because I don't feel like he's the correct man. God will also be convicting your husband too. But I also think like Josh and I talk about a lot is having the hard conversation. So I don't think it's anything wrong to, I mean, cause we're talking about an equally yoked marriage. You both are Christians. You both believe in God. I'm not talking about like you've recently became a Christian and your spouse is not a Christian. You can't go to them and say, well, I'm not going to follow you because you're not worthy of it. They're not going to care. Right. And or understand. Whole, or understand. Yeah. So I'm talking about like an equally yoked marriage to where you could then go, let's say for years you guys have been going on and in a lot of families we see the woman runs the home, the guy goes to work, possibly comes home and that's his extent of situations with the family, right? And the woman does all the planning, does everything. And there's no communication as far as maybe she does feel this way. Have, you, have Maybe you do feel that way as a, as a wife. But where is that communication to sit down with your husband who also believes in God and say, listen, you know, I've really been studying the Bible. I really want to get us. I want to be more aligned with what God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. And I really want to be able to, to, you know, 
allow you to love me sacrificially? Is there things that am I doing that is causing you to not want to love me sacrificially? Mm. And I want to submit to you because I want to submit to God in the way that God has designed for our marriage. And I don't want to do that because I feel this, this, and this. And then one conversation isn't going to fix it, right? If you guys are in a negative pattern, you have to have multiple, multiple, multiple conversations. But I think it's that's the attitude. Like yeah. I'm not going to until they, yeah. and the only way to overcome that is to say that to God, pray about it. So they start getting convicted, but then to have the conversation, have the conversation about it, yeah. but be open to both ways. Maybe your husband doesn't want to love you sacrificially because you're an ag, <laughs> you know, like maybe he doesn't. Yeah. And so it's like, it's hard for me to love you sacrificially. when all you're doing is picking at me all the time and telling me everything that I do is wrong. And you never compliment me or act like you respect me. You're constantly demasculating me and you're treating me as a child. Like, why am I going to want to love you sacrificially? You know, and so you have to be open to have those conversations. No, I think that's good because you have to have a starting point, right? Yeah. You have to have a basis. And I think ultimately it goes right back to our very first point, you know, it's submission to Jesus Christ, right? And his word and bringing that into the conversation. Yeah. I love that you're saying that. Have a conversation around say, hey, I'm feeling convicted of this right now. I want you to know, I want to follow what Christ is saying. I really do, but I'm finding it extremely difficult and I want to work through this. So let's sit down, let's have a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. And you can't, you can't grow together if you're not learning together. Right. And if you're trying to just learn one thing and have an expectation of the other, that's, it's an ultimate fail. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I agree. All right. Number it two. It is good. It's so good. <laughs> number two, submission is not a sign of weakness. No, I mean, I, submission is not a sign of weakness. Submission is a sign of strength, right? It's a sign of confidence. It's a sign of, I'm willing to put myself out there and start just blind faith doing what God has called me to do and trusting God to handle it and to work it out. I'm, I'm being obedient. I'm having the tough conversations. I'm doing the things that I need to be doing. And it's the confidence and the strength and the courage mm. to say, mm. I'm going to do it no matter what, because I'm going to believe that God's going to take care of it. And that's what, that is not weakness. I mean, just saying those things out loud, what's weak is us continuously trying to control situations and manipulate and make things work out to our control because we're not believing what God has for our life. We're not believing God's going to work it out. We read the Bible and say, you're supposed to love me sacrificially. And then we try to go make our husbands love us sacrificially. And, and that's not the way that it works. Yeah, it is. And I think, so the scripture for this one is Philippians 2, 6, 8 says, Jesus, being in the form of God, submitted himself to the point of death. I mean, that is the ultimate strength, having the willingness to submit to death, right? To give up. I mean, he knew the reasons why he was doing it. And even though he cried out to Christ, you know, to God at the end, you know, saying, you know, this isn't something I want, God, you know, can, can we not, do I have to do this? And ultimately he did do it, right? He submitted to that. And I think we miss the mark because we use a word, Christy was like looking up other words for submission earlier, right? Or for submit. And she was looking up other words like, I think we just have such a stigma around the word submission, you know, submission. When we talk about even like ultimate fighting, right? You either get knocked out or you submit, right? You tap out. It's a submission. It's a giving up. And ultimately that's not technically what God's trying to say here. He's saying submit because, you know, it's a, it's a level of strength. It's saying, I trust so much in what God's telling me that I'm supposed to do. I'm going to trust in him through it too. 
And that's a hard thing to do. It, it's very hard, but it was interesting to me because, of course, I looked up sacrifice first. You know, I looked up another word for sacrifice. And another word for sacrifice is offer up or offering is what it showed. And then you look up other words for submit and there's different ones for it, right? But another word for submit was offer. So I'm like, it's just interesting the way that our negative you know, society, connotation, sinful nature, fleshly desires, ego, whatever it is you want to put on it, fight against God's word. But if we're honest with ourselves and we submit to God, he'll really open our eyes up to see that it's our sinful nature, it's our flesh, it's our selfishness that are fighting against these things uh, because we don't want, just because we don't want to because of our pride. Yeah, I was going to say that. Ultimately, it's our lack of humility and willing to be vulnerable within our marriage. Yeah. You know, we think we're always having to fight after and things for ourselves, right? I got to look out for number one because my husband or my wife is not going to, you know, look out for me the way that they should be. They're not holding up their side of the the table here, you know, or their side of the bargain. It's like I have to go after myself. So the last thing I want to do is be vulnerable and be humble within my marriage. And next thing you know, it's like you guys are living in silos within your home, right? It's like you are your roommates now. You're not even uh, together in your marriage anymore. And it's because you've looked at submitting as a weakness instead of something like a superpower to help uh, really bring you guys together. Well, and a lot of it, I think a lot of us that get into a negative like fight cycle or pattern that we do, it's like, you know, earlier when I said, come to you and say, you know, I'm really in God's word and I'm feeling like I want to get more aligned with what God says. And so I'm having a hard time submit to you because of these, these, and these, but I know you're supposed to love me sacrificially according to the Bible. And do you feel like you do that? Or is there things that I do that make you feel like you can't and be Mm -hmm. open to taking your part of the responsibility? You both are one. You're both in it together. It's a team. And to talk about those things and to say like Josh and I got into, we, we get into debates or fights once a year about right. Once or twice a year. And the other day we got into an argument about traffic and getting off at an exit and going one way, not going the other way, you know, typical things in the car, husband and wife do. And I was mad and I'm looking out the window, you know, like we do when we get mad. And then after a while, I said to him, you know, I'm really sorry. My expectation that I had, my conclusion drawn up in my head to this scenario was this. So then when you did this, it upset me because I had already had an end point of how this was going to play out in my head and it didn't play out the way that I saw it. And then he apologized for that and then said, you know, well, this is the way that I viewed it and this was my perception of it. And then I was open to hearing him at that time too. And that's where like submission, sacrifice, having the conversations that surround it Mm -hmm. and ask each other, what does submission mean to you? Like when I come to you and say, I want to do what God has asked me to do and be submissive to you as your wife so you can be the leader of the home. What does that look like to you? What does that mean to you? And then him saying, and then him asking me, like, what does sacrifice look to you? Like, what does loving you sacrificially mean to you? Because in a lot of relationships, maybe your husband feels like he is sacrificing for you. Like he, he is doing something day in and day out all the time for you. And he feels like he's not appreciated. And to him, that's a sacrifice. And it's not, you're, it's not any appreciation or respect for it. And wives, you maybe feel like you're submitting to the family 
Maybe mm. you're taking care of all the kids all the mm. time and you're doing all the doctor's appointments and you're being this submissive person, like trying to, to care for everybody and do all these things. And that's what it looks like to you. But to your husband, it feels like you're running the family and you're not allowing him to be the leader. Yeah. And that's the type of things that you need to have in your relationship to make yourself stronger. I feel like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of men like this thing with submission, it, it's like you need to, the, the man wants to feel like he's the king of the family. Right, but you are a the king, king, baby. But becoming a king, you have to be worthy of a king. Yeah, you know, and it's like kind of like that reminds me of like a leader. A leader isn't somebody that's appointed. A leader is somebody that has people that are willing to follow. And there's a big difference in that, right? You could be, you you could have a huge title at your job, and you've been given that title. But if you earned the right to call the people that are around you followers of you, right? Or you that you're a true leader. And I think it's the same thing within a household. You know, you're demanding your spouse to be submissive to you. But what does that look like? What is your expectation of that? How does that result? Does that mean that you get to say so in everything? Like you're not a king. You don't understand how it works. Like you're, you, you know, God has created you to be one flesh and the wife is the helper. But that helper means that they get to be part of the decision-making process. And then ultimately, you have the end say so, but that is after coming to some type of conclusion with your spouse. And I think it just gets really, really muddy with guys when they're just like, well, you're supposed to submit. Now, submit isn't kneeling. You know, submission is not kneeling to your spouse. Like that is a form of weakness and I can understand that, but that's not what submission is. Submission is a willingness, a willingness to say, hey, I care about you and the way that you feel about this. Let's work together on whatever X is within your relationship. And I do, I think, and I know what you mean here, but I want to just elaborate on a little bit. Like Josh said, you know, ultimately you have the say, so I want to switch that word, like say, so ultimately the man, you have the responsibility mm. of the outcome of that decision. So you and your spouse communicate about it. You should heavily take into consideration your wife's perspective on it. Because if you go completely against everything that she wants to do all the time. You're going to have a bitter spouse on your hands that isn't going to want to have intimate relations with you uh, or want to submit to you in any way or take care of you or anything else. You need to look at it as you have the ultimate responsibility of that decision for the family. So if that decision, after listening to your wife and maybe in, every once in a while, you're going to say, you know, I know I want to go into a different direction, whether it's moving, maybe selling a house, um, putting your kids in a different school, yeah. doing a job, whatever. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work out, it's your, it's your responsibility to handle it and yeah. to take the brunt of that and to stand up and say, this was my decision. If you go with a decision that your spouse wanted to do and you're like, nope, I agree, this is going, and then it doesn't go well or anything else, you are responsible to handle the that decision if it doesn't go well. Like, hey, we talked about it. It didn't go well. I take the blame for that. Let's. How are we going to pivot? How are we going to move along? Yeah, and I think, the we, I think the responsibility becomes a we responsibility in a healthy relationship. Like, okay, we talked about this. We disagree on it. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and just do this, right? And then afterwards, I'm going to be like, okay, I was wrong. You were right. No, 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 no. That's not how this works in our relationship. You made the decision and it was wrong. We're going to we're gonna figure it out and we're going to solve it together. And we're going to move forward. And then the next decision may be, okay, I'm going to, my wife says this. Okay, well, I'm going to go with this because you really feel passionate about that. I'm going to make, I'm going to take the responsibility. I'm going to move forward, make this decision.
decision. And if it's wrong, I don't come back and say, you're wrong. Right. I come back yeah. and say, hey, this didn't work out. Yeah. Let's figure it out together and let's move forward. And I think that becomes a healthy relationship where submission is automatically happening, but there is no finger pointing with that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where the health in that comes from. All right. So point number three. Submission is mutual. Submission is mutual. Uh, so the scripture, Ephesians 5, 22 through 25, wives submit to husbands, husbands love wives as Christ loved the church. So this is what we've been talking about this entire podcast, really submit to Jesus first and understand that uh, submission is not a sign of weakness and to have conversations around the wives submit to husbands, husbands love wives as Christ loved the church. And it's so funny because Josh had said something uh, on one of our podcasts a while ago that was really profound to me. And I'm like, man, I just love having a husband that chases and seeks after God, right? And goes after him first. And he said, you know, for him, women, yes, it says wives submit to husbands, but then it says husbands love wives as Christ loved the church. He said, did the church always love Christ back? And it didn't. So he said men are called to a higher calling as far as always loving their wives, whether or not they love you back. And it doesn't say that about the women, right? Like, we don't have to love you if you don't love us back. The Bible says so, you know, type <laughs> of thing. No, I'm kidding. But I just love that. I thought it was a profound thing that he said. I'd never looked at it that way. And it's truthful the way that he said that. And it's just so true the way that he feels about that. And he is so passionate about that sacrifice and loving me that way that I ultimately want to respect his, him and his decisions. And I know, and I trust that he's going to take my opinion when it comes to decisions with our family as the most important opinion of any, and then take both things and then make a decision and move forward. And I'm going to follow him in that because I trust my husband with that, with those types of decisions. My, my expectation is weird, right? So the way that I look at my marriage with you is I look at my expectation like 75, 25. So I do have a 25% expectation on you, right? Like, you know, you should be honoring to our family. You know, you should, uh, you know, you should love the Lord. You know, these are the things. But the I should be faithful. You should be faithful, right? Well, I figure that goes in line with other <laughs> things. But the 75% I really feel like is my expectation of me. How can I, if things are going wrong in my marriage, I don't look and to you and start pointing fingers. I look to myself and say, okay, what can I do as a leader of our home to impact and influence this in a, in a healthy way? Mm. So I try to take back and submit myself back to what God says about me. What, what, what am I doing with my duties and how am I, can I take that and impact you as my wife in that? And I think that proper way to do that is to lead you well, is to love you well. And to trust God to do what you can. Absolutely. Yes. And trust God in the, yes, in the gray area that I'm incapable incapable of doing. But I think it's so important that we understand that when it comes to submission, especially when we talk about mutual, is I don't have to be so concerned all the time about you doing your part, right? Mm -hmm. I have an expectation that I need to make sure that you know, instantly if I look at it myself, like, I'm like, okay, if I feel like Christy's not doing her part right now, I don't go... Well, apparently, God, she needs to be doing her part. And I close my eyes and pray that, God, you need to make sure Christy's doing her part. Mm. I don't do that. I pray to God and say, God, what am I missing here? What is it that you need me to step up and do right now? How can I impact? How can I care for her more and love her more? Mm. That's what I do. That's how I look at the mutual part of me. What can I do more of mm. to make an impact and influence on you? Now, that doesn't mean that we don't get 
off track somewhere or things start going wiry and sometimes we have to pull each other aside and have to say, what the heck's going on? Right. right? We've had to do that before with both of us. And like Once okay, or twice, actually. Yeah, but the first like, time he ever did it to me, I was like <laughs> taken aback. Like what's going on, right? And that's after like a, a multitude of things in a long period of time. Like, yeah. okay, something's off the rails. Now it's time to step up, right? <laughs> but I've earned the right over that time because of being, understanding the submission is is mutual and equal. Yeah. I think it's important. If I went around all the time telling you, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is your job. This is it. That would not fare well in a relationship. Mm-mm. That would not. It would be a brick wall. It'd be a block wall. And it'd be so hard to knock through and get over because, you know, you've had a lot of trauma in your life. You've had a lot of issues with men. Like, the last thing you want is for me trying to push you around. So I, I will know, not be pushed around. So I know the way to, to do what God's asking me to do is to love you better, to love you more. I agree with that. I also think that in full transparency, Josh and I have gotten to a point that we trust each other so much with each of us doing our parts in our relationship that we allow each other to be lazy sometimes. So like, no, yes, we do. So it's like, um, I don't do the laundry, you know, for a couple of weeks when that's my responsibility in the house. And I'm like, man, I just feel go for a few weeks. Shut up. Just <laughs> let me, tell, let me tell my story. Oh, my you let me tell my, tell story. a truthful one. Doesn't go a couple of weeks. Shut okay. up. In my head, it is. It's way too long. Okay. I'm being lazy. I, I'm not oh, doing man. my responsibility and pulling my weight in the house. Right. And I have a I set aside a day that I'm going to get it done. And oh, then Lord. let's say I'm super, stop. Say I'm super tired that day or I don't. I just, uh, and then I'm beating myself up about it. And I'm walking around like, man, I really wanted to do the laundry today. And it's seven o'clock. I could probably throw some in. He's like, don't do that. Who cares? You could sit down. Just sit down, you know? Or if he doesn't get to something that he wanted to get to, let's just say, and he's like, I really want to do that. I'm like, who cares? Like, just whatever. Do it tomorrow. Do you always do it? Do you always get it done? What? Laundry. Yeah. I don't have to do that with you, though. Okay, that's what I just said. I said we're so comfortable and confident of each other pulling our weight and yeah. handling our responsibilities that we kind of enable each other sometimes. <laughs> In a good way is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. It's not. I wasn't saying that it was oh, bad. okay. It sounded like you're putting a twist on the end. Well, I'm glad you corrected me. Because <laughs> I wasn't meaning, I wasn't meaning it Since that way. my correction. <laughs> oh, my word. It's so funny. No, for real, though. It's like... I, we know that we we take our responsibility. I hope that very, one guy very... is watching. Can you tell that he's miserable? <laughs> yeah. Someone said I look miserable in my marriage. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. So uh, let's move on to point four. We have our last point. Oh, we have another point. It is submission is a form, and we talked a little bit about it, a form of love and respect. Are you going to go? Hey, what are you doing? You're messing it up. Husbands and, yes. First Peter 3, 7. Husbands in the same way, be considerate as you love your wives and treat them with respect. Mm. Well, man, I like that verse. This is a nice one. It is. tattooed on you. True, no. <laughs> True submission is rooted in love and respect, which should be mutual in a Christian marriage, which is true. Love and respect. There's the book that's called Love and Respect, and I think it's a very good book. I love what you say about love and about respect. Do you remember? No. Okay. So she says that when it comes to men and to women, right, men treat love for themselves. That's how we're, that's how we treat respect, right? Love, oh, yeah. Love for a yeah. woman 
is love, right? Like we talk about love, like she's Emotion, loved on emotions, yeah. right? Love on. But for men, love equals respect, right? You want to love your husband's better, respect him more, right? Don't, she was watching a TikTok earlier and it was about talk, this lady talking about how she loves her husband and how she treats her husband and stuff. And she's like, I she, never correct my husband. I never correct him. And because correction shows up as disrespect for men, right? Instead, she lovingly works through something with her husband. Right. And then he learns to understand and to grow through that. It's not, you don't need to correct. Like I don't correct Christy even like, I don't do that. She's a grown human. She said that he, she talks with him about it and she depends and knows that he will eventually self-correct and she doesn't, she doesn't have to do it. Correct. Right. It was was really well said. It is well said. But I learned that actually, I'm glad you brought that up in this book called mother and son. It's a Christian book and it's written by the same person. I believe the same person that wrote, Love, love and respect, and respect. Yeah. but I learned a lot about that. But not only it's talking about how mothers love their sons better through Christian principles, but also the fact that a lot of times as our sons are getting older, us moms are just like, "I love you so much," and oh my, like we do like the voice and stuff. And and boys don't respond that way. And the book is so well written because it talks about like, you may want to talk to them that way, but what's your goal? Your goal is you want your sons to respond well and to receive your message well. And if you that's your goal, then you need to adjust the way that you're communicating with them. And it took a lot for me to even say, you know, how am I communicating? If this goes for men, like young men that are growing up and then my husband, this can go for my husband too. Like, how should I be loving him in his language That's it. better? Mm. You know, um, he called it in the book native tongue. And so like women respond more to the face-to-face communication, more loving words, caring, affection words. Men respond more to side-to-side connection mm-hmm. and more respectful tones and not all of the details about things. Just like, are, is everything okay? Yes. Okay. We move on. Right. Not the constant. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And uh, the book is just a very good written book. And it it helped me actually even communicate with him better and understand like, Hey, I need to tell him I need more time. And it isn't for me this time, like sitting together on the couch, watching a football game is, is quality time to men. Right. But to women, it's not, it's more like going out to breakfast, facing each other, eye contact, things like that. Yeah. We've joked about it before. It's like, you know, we want to do something that has, you know, eye to eye contact, no interruption. And then we're like this. Yeah. Just staring at each other longingly. That's what the word you used to use. Yeah. Longingly stare each other in the face. And that's because that's what love is. And I think that's where the submission comes from, right? How am I willing to love my wife and women? How are you willing to respect your husband? And that form of submission means, hey, I'm willing to give a little bit of myself to, to be able to do that because it's different for guys. Speaking woman language is hard. It's it is a sacrifice. It takes a large piece of us to try and do that. It's really, really difficult, right? We're like, hey, we slapped you on the butt. Now let's go to the bedroom, and like that should be good, right? And it's like that's not how that works. You know, it just isn't how it works. And so we have to be willing to submit to our spouses in the way that they need, not the way that we're comfortable. And I think marriages like people like to be comfortable, and in their marriages, it's really easy to get comfortable doing things the way that you like to do them, mm-hmm. or the way that you're comfortable doing them. Okay. And so submission is hard, right? So as a way of review, let's review real quick, right? Should wives and husbands both submit in marriage? And of course, the answer to that is yes. You want to read the points for us, love? Uh, point number one, submission starts with Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
Point two, submission is not a sign of weakness. Point three, submission is mutual. And point four, submission is a form of love and respect. That's right. So submission is an act of what God's asking us to do, both husbands and wives, in marriage. It is not a dirty word. If you guys are just willing to sit down, like Christy mentioned earlier, sit down, read God's word about what it truly means for each of you to submit in your marriage, you'll have a better understanding of exactly how to love each other in the way that God's created marriage. Because marriage is the greatest relationship besides the one with Jesus here on earth. It's the most important relationship. And if we're not treating it as such, it affects everything else. Mm -hmm. Everything else. It does. Any final words? I agree. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Real quick, we do have an event coming up, right? We have our annual Perfectly Blended uh, event coming up. It's going to be November 4th, 2023. Tickets are going to be going on sale in October. We will be uh, supplying you guys a link here real, real soon. We just want to give you a heads up and let you know. It's going to be on a Saturday. It's an all-day event. There'll be food. It will be awesome. It's always so much fun to do that. It is. It's so much fun and stressful. And stressful, but fun. It's a good time. All right. We will see you guys next week, 7 p.m. Eastern here live. Bye.